The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. I'm Sapphire My pronouns are him, his, and he. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. So, what are we drinking today? A birthday present. A birthday present! Yes, so I get home and I find a brand new 12-year bottle of the Macallan Highland Single Malt Scotch. And it's the version that is matured in sherry oak casks. That seemed right up your alley. Since oh my you gosh. love that cherry oak finish on your I, wine. Yes, yes. And so since we're going to be having oak finished or, or something finished wine this yes, evening. exactly. With our dinner. Yeah. It seemed like an appropriate. It totally makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's really good. What I love about this is they age it for 12 years in their famous oak casks. And then they mature it. Yeah. At some point in that process. Mm-hmm. In the... Olorosa sherry seasoned oak casks that are from Jerez, Spain. And Juarez, uh, is it? Probably, yeah, yeah, Juarez, probably. And it gives off like dried fruit and spices, and they say ginger. So it'll be interesting to see what flavors come up in this one. It's a beautiful bronze color. Wow, good Pretty smell. Pretty dark. It's got lovely legs. Lots of fruit, delicious. like dried fruits. Yeah. Oh, it smells amazing. Wow, that has a really complex aroma it does i could just sit here and sniff it i know i smell vanilla i get just the i get some spices dates and i yeah that's why i'm getting dried fruits dried fruit and i get prunes yeah prunes it's just it's like wild that's that's probably the most aroma filled i've had oh my god oh wow that's lovely i mean that's lovely like it is i neat i don't know if i can add water when you think about, you know, we tried that bourbon the other day, and it just has no front end. And this is like, I've just got a full front end, complete mouthfeel. Yeah. It's got lovely viscosity. It's really deliciously fruity across the palate. And it's got a long finish that leaves you with a nice, nice warmth. resonant warmth and spice at the end. It's beautiful. That is gorgeous. Thank you. That is a great birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> What I really dig is the aroma. Mm. It's so attractive mm. that when you put your nose in, even at, right before the sip happens, there's even more aroma. It's not like you lose it into alcohol. I want you to try first. <laughs> put a couple drops of water in because we don't have very much in the glass. I got lucky if I got a dram. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 
I figured we could have more. Softens the nose quite a bit. Does it lose its interesting aroma? It's not. It's just that it's softer. Like it's more subtle. It's also been sitting here a minute. It's just beautiful. And it's it's good with the water, the drops. It takes the edge off of it. The heat. Just the edge off the alcohol, so okay. you can get the full flavor of whiskey with just a drop of water. You know what? I I absolutely taste the sherry at one point in the yeah. sip. At the like end. I, I, like right before the end. Yeah. I really taste it, this pruniness. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try water. A little drop, a lot. I'd say this is one of the nicer whiskeys we've had. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's got character, like it's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Because it has multiple things, like aroma is, is part of taste, so sure. having that kind of aroma is amazing. But the aroma matches the flavor. It's got delicious flavor. It's got a lovely way of presenting itself in your mouth, and then it fills your mouth with flavor, and then it has a long finish. Wow. So it does soften it. Yeah. And And it's very easy to drink. Yeah, and you've got literally like a drop of water. It's not like a pour. Yeah, no, I put a drop drop. and a half in there. Yeah, Yeah, basically. Wow. Yeah, it's a lovely whiskey. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. And we haven't tried the sherry Oak, yeah. No. We've tried the other ones that they make, some other versions. We've had the McCullen 12. And the, didn't we have the, the gold? Yeah. yeah. This is great. This is different. This has got its own lane. It's lovely. Mm. This is closer to that Belvedere 19 or whatever. That's what I'm have. thinking. Yeah. On the first McCallum we tried, is it in rum casks or in some other kind of cask? I'm not sure. I have to look and see. I'll have to look and see again. Yeah. This is really... It's a beautiful whiskey. I love it. Okay, chapter 10. Chapter 10, part one done. (laughs) Well, it was inevitable that she would take the plunge. Right, right. What was interesting was how that occurred. Right. So just to set the stage, Amy has a really shitty day. She gets side-wound, side-swiped, I should say, by her former boss, Mm -hmm. who sabotages her opportunity for employment. Right. And she's feeling kind of shitty. Yeah. But, you know, Amy being Amy... She gets dressed up and goes to a bar and anticipates... She kind of doesn't plan exactly, but she knows that's her mode of operation. Yeah. To make something happen. Yeah, she goes to have like a stiff whiskey. Like she wants to like forget her day. Mm-hmm. But she's also got Erica on the back of her mind. Mm-hmm. So she ends up at a bar, plants herself at a bar stool. Mm-hmm. And this guy, of course, comes and sits next to her. And that's where the conversation begins. And she picks him up. Yeah, and she picks him up by taking over the conversation. Like, he seems nervous. She recognizes his vulnerability and then immediately says she moves into Erica mode and she claims she's Erica. Yeah, she (laughs) she actually claims she's Erica. And she gets upstairs with him to his room in the hotel. And her instant reaction is, get down on your knees. Yeah, well, even in the hallway, she has him get on his knees. Yeah. And she, she tells him, give me, you know, his key card. Give me card. the key card, right. She holds it. She says, get down on your knees. Right. And waits in the hallway until he's on his knees before she opens the door. Yeah. And the hint is there of what's to come because she takes that key card and strokes it over his penis before she tells him to kneel. Yeah. And then he kneels, like, instantly. Mm-hmm. And he's very obedient, and he just stays there. Mm-hmm. And she lingers for a while, and then eventually lets him in. Mm-hmm. And that's where the evening begins. Now, she doesn't really know what's going to happen. She doesn't have a clue. She did make note that she was going to use him or torture him as 
she had seen done by Erica with Michael. Yeah, she's going to take on that persona. Yeah. And so she does. You know, he gets undressed. She bites at his nipples and even says to him, the way Erica did, you'll think of me tomorrow every time your nipples brush your shirt. So mm-hmm. so she's really like playing Erica. She's in a yes. role. She's yeah. playing Erica. Yeah. And as the scene unfolds, it's really clear that she's got that dominant nature. Like mm, she yeah. totally knows what to do. Yeah. She's completely able to dance in the conversation and see what's next and just do what there is to do. And so, you know, she ties him up using the bathrobe belt. She ties his cock up using his belt. Mm-hmm. She makes him hold it. She f- discovers that this process of dominating makes her wet. Like she's Yeah, into the it. power part of it yeah. uh, is what makes her wet, which... You know, I think she's running up against the idea of before when she would pick up guys in the hotel, the whole thing was leading to sex and that she wanted harder sex, but it was never quite meeting the demands that she wanted. Right. You know, it was it was hit or miss. Right. And the idea was she was finding that without having intercourse with these people, but doing the power, she was getting just as wet, just as turned on. Right. And she thought, well, how wonderful is that? You right. Know? She did it, yeah. And then... The way the scene unfolds, she makes the choice, even though she's aroused, not to fuck him, because she doesn't have to. Right. She just makes that choice. And she, you know, she's tricky. She uses the juices of her pussy that she wipes under his nose to stimulate him. Mm-hmm. She puts her, her pussy up close to him. But it's all about the tease. Doesn't, yeah, all about the tease. Doesn't let him lick it. Mm-hmm. And then he, she lets him masturbate and come. But only after she's masturbated and come. Mm-hmm. And so that's how the scene unfolds. And she's kind of titillated because when all is said and done, he empties his wallet for her. Yeah, I mean, she does the token. She even said total power move. Like she's like, I did the token 10 minute cuddling. Right. Which is, you know, we all know kind of the aftercare thing. And then she's up to fix her makeup and he brings in a wad of cash. Because right. he thinks she's a professional. Right. And she seems irritated, but takes the money and says, no, I'm not. I don't think she seemed irritated. I think she was surprised more than irritated. She was, but the way she spoke to him was like, she spoke to him as if he was being presumptuous. Right. But her experience of it was, she was surprised. Yeah, because it was like $730 or something like that. And she's like, maybe I should be a professional. That's right. And she makes note that it would have been more because he emptied his wallet if he had had more. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's okay. So here she is. And he wants her to call. Totally. Again. He gave her a card kind of thing. And of course she calls Erica immediately and goes, I'm ready. I know. Right. So she's made this transition from, if you look at this whole first section, she's made this transition from being uncertain about her sexuality growing up, Mm -hmm. having an experience of being dominant in her skin. Mm Mm-hmm. Wanting to be used hard as a submissive, or not even as a submissive, but as a sexual creature, mm-hmm. and never really being fulfilled. Yeah, it was left empty. Always. And now she discovers she's got this real affinity for herself as a dominant. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because the transition from banker to dominatrix, mm-hmm. it's not that big of a jump. No. Because no. they're both power. Players. Yeah, because if she was a power player before. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I think it was easier for her to miss that because she was in a male-dominated field, and as a female in a male-dominated field, she doesn't have that, a lot of the other same females, to gauge herself off of the power. Yeah. And so there's just an assumption she has to be somewhat powerful to be able to survive in that. However, she chose that that career sure and it was because i believe it put her in that power mode without her even identifying that yet as her sexuality um that that's where she gravitated towards yeah so i think the book is going to be interesting now for the second part where she's actually actively functioning as a dominatrix Mm -hmm. so next week we're going to have the author. I know. On so the, great. Jane's going to come on. On the pod, yeah. She's going to come on and share with us her constructs around Amy and Erica's coming together. Mm-hmm. And she'll kind give of... us a tease as to what's next. Exactly. Oh, it'll yeah. be great. It'll be great. Super fun. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers!